Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. Save big money on everything for your next project at Menards. Spring is here making it the perfect time for outdoor projects. Suncast storage sheds are an excellent solution for protecting outdoor lawn and gardening tools. They're easy to assemble, and the all-weather construction provides water resistance and UV protection. Save big on Suncast storage sheds. View our selection of Suncast products today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big money at you asked for it. Here it is. It's a podcast from Apathetic Enthusiasm. In this episode, I think we finally talked about Ahsoka and uh, maybe Toy Story football. I don't know. It's going to get weird. It's Apathetic Enthusiasm. Yes, it is Apathetic Enthusiasm, the show in which we avidly prepare every episode to bring you top-notch content which is it's organized it's bulletized in a format easily digestible by any e-reader and rss feed yeah you can build your own e-reader and consume this episode um or you can follow along on your favorite social media platform such as x uh, X had a had a weird time at the code conference today oh. where their CEO got all defensive about stuff. We're going to talk about none of it. Uh, check out the Vergecast if you want to hear a full story. No, that uh, wasn't, that wasn't today. X. That wasn't today. That was that was last week. I no, heard was, all about was, that last it was, week. It was last week. You're right. Yeah, it was it was last week. We haven't recorded since it happened. Yeah, that's that's very may as well have happened today. <laughs> might yeah, I guess, might like, as well. I guess nobody know. knows what day. Anyway, we did we're this. at Apathusiast. <laughs> I'm Juggalmino. He's Barnyard Cruise. We're on X, but X. none of us use it. We're gonna get off of it as soon as they start charging us. Uh, we're on Facebook, facebook.com slash apathetic enthusiasm show. Uh apathetic enthusiasm show at gmail.com if you want to send us an email. Uh we're on Instagram, apathetic underscore enthusiasm, or you can go to our website, apatheticenthusiasm.com. Uh, you want video versions of this podcast? We got them for you. You can go to youtube.com slash apathetic enthusiasm. You can get videos of of apathetic enthusiasm, international RSS, random little shorts that we took made like three of them at Comic Con and haven't done one since. It's the best. Anyway, finally, uh follow us over at patreon.com slash apathetic enthusiasm. You can get bonus content, including uh exclusive post shows that are really only on Patreon um, and some other stuff too. Uh, thanks for being patrons, patreon.com. Brandon, I, I can tell by the look on your face, you're ready to make an amazing podcast. I, I, I put too much monkey shoulder into that cup. <laughs> oh, you got to be careful with the monkey paw. Oh, got too much monkey shoulder in this, in this uh, alcohol cup. Uh, in, can, the alco- in the alcohol cup, what else is in the alcohol cup other than ice? Uh, seven up, seven up's my go-to because uh, I don't like I I don't like caffeine, you know. Well, I do like caffeine, but I can only do it sparingly. I don't know if you know this. Yeah, about we're me. in our forties now, Brandon. We can't we can't be having caffeine late into the evening as we record. That just wouldn't be responsible. 
No, 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 no. I have I have a cup of coffee maybe in the morning. If I have if I have an energy drink later on, it screws me up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and tell me about it. Uh, I and and this is gonna come off as a humble brag, but uh-huh. it's really for like medical reasons. Uh, I phased out soda and energy drinks out of my diet. I went for a period to like sparkling water, like the LaCroix and mm-hmm. the um, liquid death and all that stuff. And then finally, it's like, oh, why am I paying for bubbles in my water? I'll just drink water. Uh, so I drink coffee, black, bitter coffee uh, yeah. in the morning, and then mostly just drink water or any, you know, beer or alcohol if, I, if I'm feeling so inclined. But being away from soda and energy drinks for like a year, couple years, when I go to like even sip one, I don't know how I drank those on a regular basis. Like it, the, I loved them when I was having them regularly. And then like when you haven't had them in a really long time, the taste is so jarring. It's, it's really insane. Like, um, I don't know, like occasionally like, Oh, let me, let me try this new energy drink. Uh, Nope. Thank you. I, that tastes like a can of sour chemicals. (laughs) Yeah, I, I mean, but if you if you think about it like this, Travis, you, you beer, beer and alcohol, right? I mean, that, that none of yeah. it tastes none of it tastes good. <laughs> I you know, I, like why would I mean realistically, like uh, subjectively and objectively, the first time you ever drink any alcohol, you're like, this is nasty. Yeah. Why why yeah, am I why am I doing this? 100%. And then and then it's like you just you give up. Your body gives up and you're like, you're going to poison me. I guess I'll enjoy this. Right. Uh, go ahead and consume the mild poison, as whatever, they say on Strange Planet. Whatever and it is you're going to do, I'll pretend like this is something that I enjoy as well. I, I wonder why that is, because outside of water. You could arguably say anything else that I drink is something that some faction of people find to be utterly disgusting true starting my day off with black coffee i i've i've enjoyed coffee in all of its different versions right yeah. oh, have, a, you, have you done olive oil have you done the olive oil coffee okay all right let me let, let, let me let <laughs> me correct so myself immediately <laughs> <laughs> no i haven't had where you put the butter in the coffee either okay. i haven't done that i've heard that's good um, i've heard it's good I've I've heard some people enjoy diarrhea and that's fine. Um, so I but everything from like super like dressed up sugary blended frappuccino type coffee drinks to just straight cold, strong, cold brew that's never even been warmed up. It's just cold and bitter uh, to, to and I love it all. Crystals. I love it all. <laughs> but there are many people that that can't stand even the faintest hint of coffee. Yeah. And then there's others that the idea of a, a cup of black coffee is just repulsive. And and just over the last probably like five to ten years, I've just really developed a taste for like black coffee. I think it. I really enjoy it. I really like it. But yeah, there's so many people that one sip of black coffee, they're like the gag they're they're disgusted by it and I, the same could be said for beer most liquors 
Um, so yeah, I don't know. I don't yeah, know. You no, just developed that. that taste for it. You and do. I guess if I just kept drinking energy drinks, I'm sure I would develop the taste for it. Develop the taste for blood. You know, it's same same thing. Uh, it, <laughs> yes. it tastes it tastes like copper the first couple of times, but then you you just get used to it. You get used to it, and then you start to like experiment with different uh -huh. varieties. Yeah. And that, you it's, get the A types and the O types. We, and, we yeah. went to we went to a Korean barbecue uh, recently. Korean barbecue. You know, I, I love a good Korean barbecue. Little 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 beef on the leaf. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sure, there was no leaves, but you know, same 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 concept. Um, sure. And uh, the the waitress there was, you know, she comes over and she's like, yeah, let's turn this this heat down, Brandon, again. Um, there's too much smoke and everything's on fire. Don't I'm here to turn this down. She she came I'm over. I'm the and she, fire marshal. <laughs> I'm <laughs> the not fire the alarm has been going off for 20 minutes. No one is Your in children here. are not safe. <laughs> Your son is on fire currently. You cannot eat the flesh of humans. Um, so, uh, but the, but the waitress was saying uh, that, that kids like picky eaters actually like Korean barbecue. Uh, they more often than not, because they can experiment, they can like do their own thing and like grab this yeah. or that. They're like, Oh, I want to try that or try that. Um, and uh, so I forget what the point of that was other than to say, maybe it's because that you've been you've, able to you, experiment. You acquired the taste for blood. That's what got oh, yeah, you on that, Korean. That's barbecue. right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and so if you experiment a little bit, like try blood a little bit this way, try blood a little that way, soon enough, you'll be like, you know what? I want some blood with grenadine and a, and a splash of tequila. <laughs> uh, before we get on to actual topics, I was watching uh, Swift Night Football. I mean, um, Sunday, Sunday Night Football. And I was like, I'm going to make myself a cocktail, right? I'm going to I'm going to make something. And I open up the old cabinet. Mm hmm. And I was like, oh, Ryan Reynolds is hanging out with Taylor Swift at the Sunday night football game. Maybe I'll enjoy some of his aviation American gin. Aviation American gin, not a sponsor of this podcast. Though, my goodness, if we could get that deal to the moon. Anyway, so aviation gin. I have like a whole bottle of it. I've made one cocktail with it. And then I looked at what I had available in my kitchen and I was like, I don't think I have a single thing that I would mix with this gin. You don't have any Gatorade? I don't have any Gatorade. Oh, damn. All right. Um, you have any sugar? The, I, I, I do. I have sugar. I could just, Thank you. I have, I have simple syrup. I could have just mixed simple syrup with aviation you, you do, you do American what you gin. Can. <laughs> I, this is what I love about Brandon is no, there's no wrong mixer. He'll muddle a cutie if it means he can, <laughs> he can mix it into a cocktail. I should, I did have some bananas. I could have, I could have you know, oh, gone. Okay. We draw like bananas and cantaloupe. Those are, those are things that you're not going to mix in, in anything, but you know, I mean, that's, <laughs> but mix mixology is a thing, you know, like bartenders, they, they yeah. spend their time making mixed drinks. What, what is, what is a bartender? If not a Brandon getting paid for it. That's what I've always said. That's what I've always <laughs> said. <laughs> have you ever, have, have you ever stumbled upon like a new drink that you were just experimenting with 
the random beverages in your house and then suddenly stumbled upon something. You're like, oh, this is a combination that you've either never heard of or that that you, you revisited or, or or went back to after uh, after trying. Um, if I have, I forgot about it because it was so good. <laughs> I you was got so drunk that I forgot the recipe and I, I never remembered it. Um, yeah. How, how about, well, I'm not going to ask you cause you don't, you're not, you're not a, a herpetologist, right? Sure. Yeah. It's a, it's a study, have, of, it's a study of reptiles. Herpetology. <laughs> I, that is a thing I am not. You are correct, Brandon. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, let's, let's move on to some actual content. Uh, one thing that I want to talk to you about, and we've kind of hinted about this for the entire run of the series. We, we've only really recorded a couple apathetic enthusiasm episodes, uh, while the show has been on, but, uh, as of this recording, we are less than 24 hours away from the season finale season series. Who knows? Uh, <gasps> finale of Ahsoka. There's the, only one more episode. Yeah. Okay. I'll let you. I'll let you, I'll let you talk. I'll let you talk. Sorry. No, nah, it's it's fine. It's I'm fine. sorry. No. Um. I so yeah. So Ahsoka, new series in the Star Wars universe, um, and it's on Disney Plus. It's been out for like seven weeks, eight weeks, and it's really good. I really like it. I know you've been watching it for the. Are you are you caught up? Have you are you watched the latest episode? Yeah, I'm 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 all, I'm all caught up. That's the one with uh, Luke Skywalker where he leads the rebellion. Yeah, uh, that's to the take one. Out the Death mm-hmm. Star six. <laughs> they par- they party on Endor in this one. <laughs> yeah, uh, though I think uh, they do mention Endor. Anyway, we're gonna. Do. Yeah, we'll so I'm, probably, I'm, all, I'm all caught up. I'm all caught up. We'll we'll probably keep this relatively spoiler free for the most part. But there's there's stuff I want to talk about that. If you haven't watched the series at all, I would just say maybe um, skip ahead a while or, or go watch all, all seven episodes and then come back and listen to this. <laughs> um, but yeah, Rosario Dawson, she is the titular uh, Ahsoka. And <laughs> and yeah, and, and the show is basically... The reason Travis Rebel- laughed randomly was because he said titular and he saw my nose flare... <laughs> yeah, yeah, you made a face and it, and it got me. Um, but many fans are are calling this Rebels the live action series uh, because so many characters are actually pulled right from the Rebels animated series that was like on Disney XD. So there's a lot of Star Wars fans that either haven't watched that content, are not familiar with these characters or don't really know where they're from. I'm curious, Brandon, my, my first question for you is, did you watch any Rebels content before starting Ahsoka? No. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> no, so, I, no, I, I, I didn't. Like, we've, we've talked about this before. Yeah. Periodically where I, I am, I am caught up with major character beats for the history of Ahsoka, of Sabine, of Ezra, of Thrawn, lot, lot, lots of these these major character beats and and some points like like hyperspace whales and shit like that. Like I was tracking yeah. all of that going into uh, Ahsoka, um, and so really what I was wondering was, you know, I, I don't I don't have all of the the background. I didn't watch any yeah. any of the episodes. 
Um, yeah. But I, I kind of knew where it was coming from. So I was looking for how much was the show going to market to people who have no idea what a, 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 what Rebels is, right? Yeah, and, and that's the question I really kind of want to get after is I I was not an avid Rebels fan. I didn't watch the entire series. What I actually did was found a graphic online of here's all the Rebels episodes you should watch before starting Ahsoka. And it really, which it was fan-made, they didn't know what the content of Ahsoka was really going to be, only that from the trailer there were some, it was shown that it was going to have some Rebels characters in it. And most of the episodes I watched were major plot points or episodes that actually involved Ahsoka Tano during Rebels. And really, the Ahsoka series only sort of deals with Ahsoka a little like it there she is the the title character she is definitely central to the story but all of the other main characters from rebels really i think share the stage share time and this is more of almost an ensemble story about all those characters from rebels and so I, I'm grateful that I did take some time to at least watch some of those episodes so that I could get to know a little bit of their background, a little bit of their history, a little bit more of the relationships that developed throughout the four seasons of Rebels. And and, and that has helped to kind of be more invested in these characters. Do you feel any attachment or any like how how has the show for you sort of helped you gain like interest in these characters or does it sort of expect you to already have buy-in with these characters and you're just expected to appreciate them without a lot of setup? Um, I think it expects you to have buy-in to the characters a little bit already. Uh, even So going back to me reading about Rebels ahead, ahead of time, you know, for years ago, before Ahsoka was even a twinkle in Filoni's live action eye, I knew about that, that, that the story of Ezra, like that was the yeah. one I was tracking. I was tracking that I was tracking because he's closely tied to Thrawn. And at some point in time, I probably was looking up Thrawn and I was, so I was interested in, in like, oh, there's live action Thrawn. Let me, let me look that up. And, uh, so when, so when the series now is coming out, I, I, and, and they talk about the casting of Thrawn. And like, okay, so Thrawn's going to be in this, which means that it's going to be tied to the story that I was reading about with Ezra and Space yeah. Whales and and all, all that type of stuff. So I was already kind of expecting to see all of that going going into it. Um, but what I tried to do as, as I was watching, looking at it and saying, okay, I see that there's these little snippets of who's Sabine, who's this person, who's this, and... Um, what is it? I'm trying to think of what it's akin to. Um, it's like watching a movie, uh, maybe like a new movie and maybe it's like tied to something that our parents watched a long time ago and your parents are watching it and then they're like, Oh, Oh my God. He shows up out of, he's showing up out of nowhere. This he's tied to this. That's crazy. Oh, Easter egg. And you as a kid is like, what? What are you even talking about? Oh, who is that? 
1933 movie where, you know, um, I, I mean, that's not a, a, a poor example, but like, that's kind of how it feels with like the reveal of Sabine is supposed to be like, <gasps> oh, ah, or it's okay. How about this? It's the end of Mandalorian season two when Luke Skywalker shows up and it's like, whoa, look at the, but what if you don't know who Luke Skywalker is? Yeah, why, exactly. Why is, why, exactly. Is that, why is that important to me, right? It expects you to know who Skywalker is already yeah. in the Star Wars universe. And so I think a lot of Ahsoka, especially early on, is, is kind of like that. Uh, with, a Thrawn, with Thrawn, I know Thrawn, you know Thrawn, any Star Wars fan worth their weight in uh, Tatooine sand knows who Thrawn is. But for maybe the the lay person who's a, a Star Wars fan, they may not know where he originated the the Timothy Zahn novels, uh, Heir to the Empire, all of the, those things. Some of the other storylines that that Thrawn goes into, like how the the character he's supposed to be in uh, about like a tactical genius, all this this type of stuff. If you yeah. have never heard anything about this blue character, you're thinking like. Who the fuck is he? And, and <laughs> why do we even care about this guy? Why? Well, oh, he, he is, just is he, he just really sacrificed? a big deal because he's never been mentioned in any other Star he, Wars. He stuff just that sacrificed a bunch of troops. Like, oh, tactical genius. Oh, they're all dead. Cool. Well, it's fine. Acceptable losses. If you're looking at it from a person who doesn't know that he's a tactical genius. You're yeah. like, he just seems to be making a lot of bad decisions. How is he a bad? <laughs> how is he? How is he a main bad guy? Yeah. Right. So, yeah. okay. Back to you. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I didn't, I didn't write a script for this, this discussion, but yeah, Back I, I think, I think that is like, I didn't really know much about Thrawn to be honest until I started doing my, my binge watch on, on rebels. Cause that's when he's initially sort of included in content for the animation or, or anything like that. And we have no live action Thrawn in any of the movies. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I think it's, I think the show's, it's been really good. I've, I've really liked the content of it. I think, um, in contrast to like Mandalorian where Mandalorian I've enjoyed, but a lot of, especially early Mandalorian has felt like, and we've made this criticism before, sort of, uh, 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 a quest of the week sort of thing like oh go to random planet have to find random object have to help certain people to get object get object move on to next planet or or whatever it was right and this story has felt much more interesting it's felt like it's had more of a a focus with with where they're trying to go i i love the casting i think they've done a really good job with all the live action versions of these characters I think they've done a pretty good job of of reinforcing the relationships between characters. Um, but I don't know if that's biased through a lens of of seeing some of these characters beforehand. I don't know. Do, do you get that same impression? Do you feel like the execution of the show has, has been good? And, and have you enjoyed the direction that they've taken with it? I do like that it's it's maintained a fairly good sense of focus where it's not, it's not, it's not doing quest of the week. It's, it's, it's a point A to point B story. It's all self-contained within, within the uh, eight episodes. 
Yeah. So I, so I, I like that the, the casting I'm kind of iffy about with the exception of Balin skull, uh, yeah. Ray you Stevenson. know, yeah. Ray Stevenson, uh, rest, rest, rest in peace. I just watched uh Punisher war zone, which he plays the Punisher in that. And I'd never seen it before, but I, I wanted to watch it. I wanted to watch it after seeing him here in Ahsoka because his, his, he, that character is just, he just is, is such a badass. And I'm like, I want to yeah. know more about you. And he's just, yeah. he's, he's calm. He's, he doesn't show any anger. He's just like, yeah, I was a Jedi once and shit, you know, like disillusioned. He still talks didn't about it. Didn't really work out, you know, didn't, he still talks didn't work about out it fondly. Kind of, in yeah. A, in a way. I, that's one thing that the, the Balin storyline I'm really hopeful that they can have some sort of resolution or, 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 or tie that together in the final episode, because knowing that that actor died after, after the season was, was shot. If, if they had any sort of intent to carry that story further or things like that, um, yeah, like I'm, I'm invested in what they're doing and, and, and I'm curious uh, if that's something that they plan to resolve in this season or if there's something that they were looking to to carry further into the show. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, for, for, for sure. For sure. Um, as far as the, the other, the other casting, um, I, I don't know if it's the, the way Sabine Sabine has written, but she at, at the start, well, I, I don't think I was ever a fan of her. Honestly, I'm like, yeah. Oh gosh. Just tell, just tell Ezra what happened. What the, and and why is Ezra not being like, why won't you tell? I I've hung out with you for two days now, and you won't tell me why. Yeah, like when we're going home or what the plan is. You know that 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 type of stuff. Um, so like, the character annoys me. I think more than the act, the actress. Um, yeah, Thrawn, Thrawn, Thrawn is cool. I like I like Thrawn. I don't like the Morgana. <laughs> like yeah. she, she, like she just always, she's staring off into space. She always looks like ah, I hate my life. She's annoying. She looks, she looks annoying to me. Which, which one? She, uh, Morgan Elizabeth. Yeah, the... yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, okay. I, I'm saying yeah, more. I'm. I said Morgana because that reminds me of, uh, like the the Camelot stories. So there's okay. there's a lot of like. It feels like there's a lot of mirroring for the Camelot stories throughout the uh, the series so far. Um, okay. Uh, so like like Balin Skull is like a knight. He's like kind of the like yeah. a black knight. Morgan is a witch, right? Morgana yeah. is a witch in the, in the King Arthur tales. Um, there was there early 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 on this season the uh, the one the other like kind of Jedi dark Jedi thing. Uh, Oh yeah, what was it's, his it's name? Like Wolfram um, or something. Maroc, Maroc, Maroc. Yeah, I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah. which did he? Did that character die? Yeah. So, sort of, uh, unceremoniously, and we're definitely in spoiler territory now. But um, I don't remember that character leaving. <laughs> so, so that was the fight, um, where Sabine and Ahsoka went to get the map from them before they were taking off and they're fighting in the woods and he like gets slashed with a lightsaber and just turns into like smoke. Oh, that's right. And that's like, right. 
and like fizzles out and just his armor's left behind, which is like alluding to something again with the witches or, or, or stuff like that. But, um, yeah, there, there were a ton of rumors and, and theories circling online. Like, Oh, maybe that's, uh, maybe that's, maybe that's Ezra. Ezra is <laughs> like masked up or he's turned, he's turned evil. Certainly wasn't the case, but, no, um, yeah, I don't know. It's, I, I think this, this show has brought some really awesome moments from what I would call the Filoni verse of Star mm-hmm. Wars, which is, is, is deeply rooted in the animated series. And if you're not a fan of the animation or you haven't given them a chance, there are a lot of things that, that fans of those animated stories, they're getting payoff. They're getting, and, and, and truly that, that can be said for most of, what's been done with star Wars on Disney plus because they've introduced so many characters into live action that are callbacks to the clone wars called callbacks to, uh, just all, all of those animated series. And so, uh, yeah, I don't know. I think it's, I think it's really cool. And I, I, I think the whole world between worlds episode where, where Ahsoka is, is, mentored again by uh Hayden Christensen and An- Anakin and um uh, yeah and they go back and like have that live action clone wars scene and stuff like that it's some really cool stuff it's, it's really awesome yeah Purgle the the space whales i they're not, they're not my, my favorite thing they're not my favorite <laughs> thing they're not the, they're not my favorite they're my favorite thing it it, it it's too it's too star trek the lost discovery or whatever like star trek 4 or whatever the one with the whales, um, it, it's too it's too that for me. Uh, what I would say, I think, with not the whales, but just the the Filoni verse, I I tend for when I hear the Filoni verse, I hear it's going from rebels to now live action type of stuff. I I, I my first instinct is to kind of poo poo on it and be like, okay, yeah. But I mean, it's, it's good. It's good. Star Wars. And a lot of people liked it. And like, that was, that may have been maybe some kids first in a introduction to, to the show or to, yeah. to the, to the universe. And so, you know, that, that it's, it's a good, it's a good thing. I think my only, my only one of the things that I have about Star Wars lately with this, like this era of Star Wars, which is in between the original trilogy and the new trilogy, uh, which there's going to be a movie now, the full, the Filoni movie, which yeah. Ahsoka is certainly setting up for with Thrawn about to escape into the Star Wars actual universe. Is the fact that there are so many Jedi type characters within Star Wars now in this in this period of time that like it's it's not quite a retcon. They're just filling in the, the gaps, but, yeah. but in the original trilogy is like, there's no Jedi at all. And then the, the new trilogy is like, there's no Jedi at all. Like it's just like a myth that people were like, yeah. oh, there's no Jedi. At, like yeah. what? It's That's, all true. All of it. All, when, all of that it. line from Han. Yeah. And now it's like the, the galactic Senate, <laughs> the new Republic Senate they they all know about Ahsoka and they're like, Oh yeah. Ahsoka's running off doing her thing, but she's, maybe she's not a Jedi. Maybe that's why they never talk about her. 
I'm that's no a, Jedi. That's your like famous line or whatever. That's the that's the type of stuff with a uh, uh, Balin's like apprentice or whatever, right? There are force sensitive people that are using lightsabers and getting into lightsaber duels in this universe at the same time. And so it's it's kind of like a get off my lawn type of thing for older Star Wars fans. Like, where did all these fucking force users come from? That that I think that's that's yeah. my only like side cry. But I do enjoy the show. I am enjoying the show. I've I've watched every episode as they've come out. Um, and so I think that's a that shows more about how much I enjoyed this more than say the Mandalorian season one and two. Yeah. And you haven't even given the third season a shot right oh no i i, I watched that we, we talked we talked about that i like that oh, yeah, one yeah. because it was more of a uh straight straight shot of that's like right. that's yeah. right uh somebody at work told me today that uh peter pascal has basically said if they just continued the mandalorian with bo katan he's like yeah i'd be fine with that she she can be the mandalorian like the way that it ended with him and grogu like perched up on the on the on the porch there with their own little homestead i think it's a fitting end i think that like yeah but i i don't think we're done seeing those characters i think we um, talked about it yeah. when we when we covered the mandalorian where like yeah. that's a that's a good series finale for for them yeah like maybe yeah. we see them again but they're not they're not uh featured players right they're just they're like <laughs> uh what's that that one X-wing pilot who keeps showing up and everything, Carson Tiga or whatever, like where he's like shows <laughs> yeah, he's, up randomly. He's like, he's like been in more of these projects than <laughs> some of the main characters now. Yeah. Like, oh, there's Carson again. There's, it's, it's the Where's Waldo of Star Wars. That, so I I just looked up upcoming Star Wars projects. You have Skeleton Crew, um, which is. It was supposed to be a 2023 release date for this series, but I think because of, uh, you know, various strikes, I think that, that it's been delayed. Uh, but it's sort of being referred to as sort of like a Goonies in space type of show for in, in the Star Wars universe. So I, I don't see I don't see it being the same type of like core like mythology for for Star Wars as as some of the other ones. Uh, the ac the acolyte that season that's supposed to take place like early like dawn of the Jedi type stuff, um, that could be interesting as backstory. But again, it's not really going to fit into the same timeline. And then Andor season two is coming, again, fantastic. We love Andor on this podcast, uh, but not in this part of Star Wars history. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I think maybe the Filoni movie might be the next, the next thing that kind of ties all of these pieces together. Um, yeah. And I'm here for it. Sign me up. Uh, use your stubs, a list to get per first seat. <laughs> also not and a sponsor a, and a free upgrade on a, any medium popcorn. <laughs> um, anyway, I don't know any other lingering thoughts about Ahsoka, uh, or any predictions for, for the finale. Uh, I don't know. I don't know about what I would like to, to to say is that so this is spoiler, but if you are tracking the series, you know that they a big thing is that they're they're seeking out Ezra. I've talked about Ezra multiple times already, so they they find him eventually. And what I what I uh, what I like about Ezra is if we're if we're, if we're speaking in D and D terms, 
He is. And, and we often do. <laughs> as we often do. I'm going to roll a 20 right now as far as my observations go. What what I like about him as he doesn't want to use a lightsaber, he ends up being more of like a monk, right? A, fo- a force monk. Yeah, a yeah, fo- absolutely. A, for- a force monk. And so I, 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 like, I like that. I don't think they... Maybe they'll explore it more in the finale. I would I would love to see more monk force fighting without a lightsaber to, to do that type of stuff. Because it, it's cool. The concept is cool. We only saw maybe just like a like maybe a handful of moments where like, okay, that's cool. And then he gets knocked the fuck out. <laughs> he gets thrown I mean, he's like, you know what? Maybe let me take one of these blasters after <laughs> yeah. all. Yeah. And then yeah. he gets and he gives that the loser. But um, so he does like a uh he does a Kylo Ren type thing where uh, the shin, I think she swings a, a lightsaber at him and then he like force holds it to protect yeah. himself. Uh, same thing. Yeah, Kylo you Ren can kind of see like the distortion on the lightsaber and everything too. Yeah. It's, it's really cool. Uh, yeah. so, so I, 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 I dig that. I dig that like that unarmed, <laughs> like key yeah. type type thing. I, um, I'm really curious if that's going to play out as like, like, is he holding back? Is he, is he more powerful than we've been led on? Uh, another thing that's been, I, f- I feel like this is something that was common in the rebel series is Ezra's temptation by the dark side of the mm-hmm. force. He's never been a purely light sided Jedi type character. Is it Cause he's um, a Bakken, Bakken or something like that. I don't know. I probably missed that episode. uh, They they talk about it in this last episode. It's it starts with a B. I think there's some K's in there, but it's about uh, Jedi's who weren't raised by Jedi. They're like the Force users who weren't who were born after the Jedi Order fall had fallen. Like Luke Skywalker is one of them. Yeah, and uh, Ezra's master um, was uh, he was a very young Jedi who was a Padawan during order 66 when all the Jedi were taken out at the end of the clone wars. And so he kind of like was like a Jedi in hiding that eventually trains um, Ezra, but is not, was never like a full like mature Jedi in his own right. And so eventually, you know, grows uh, throughout the course of the series, but Ezra, yeah, he, there's a whole sequence in the show where that he goes to find a, a Sith holocron or something like that. And he's like listening to it and learning from it to like gain more power from the dark side. Um, Darth Maul is trying to like take him under his wing and, and have him be Ezra be Darth Maul's apprentice for a period of time. So there's a, there's a lot in the show about him sort of being pulled between the light and the dark. And I'm curious if, you know, he's been alone out on this planet, either hiding from Thrawn or like, you know, fighting with Thrawn. But is he, has he only been using the light side of the force while he's out there? Or has he tapped into all of his knowledge of the force? And 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 will that come back to, you know come into play in this finale. I, I don't know. Maybe, I, maybe they don't touch it at all. I, I, I want, I wonder if that's, that is the, the case, but I would feel as a viewer and, and maybe this isn't, would be intentional 
I would feel as if you were betrayed because he was with those cute ass little turtle things. <laughs> turtle guys. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's like li- like maybe, living with maybe him for a long time. Maybe, maybe those little turtle guys are are evil as well, and we just oh. haven't seen the dark side yet. Okay, if they're yeah. all like little evil force users, <laughs> they have like the cutest in, little in, in little cute little evil. hobbit clothes. <laughs> they're all like little Yodas, but they're all evil Yodas. <laughs> maybe, I'm maybe down. we'll see. We'll we'll have to watch and find out. If that happens, Filoni, um, I trust. If that happens, yeah. if that happens, <laughs> if that happens, um, yeah. Overall, it's been a good series. It's made for some great water cooler talk. I guess one last thing before we move on to other topics. Um, the shift in Disney's release schedule, starting with Ahsoka, I think they're going to keep this up through some of their other series, but this was the first show that they moved from premiering at midnight on Wednesday to releasing at 9 p.m. Eastern, I guess that would be six, six Pacific, uh, on Disney plus so that you can, you can watch it in the evening on Tuesday and I feel like it's made it much more like appointment viewing where I I plan to watch Ahsoka on Tuesday nights. It, I For Mandalorian and all the other shows, I w- it would be like, all right, I'm going to watch it on Wednesday sometime after work or when I get home or before or after dinner. I don't know. We'll see what the night looks like. But with Ahsoka, it's been like it premieres at 8 o'clock in, in the central time zone where I'm at. I... I'm ready. I'm ready to hit play as soon as, as soon as eight o'clock rolls and the people that I work with that I'm like talking about the show with are all doing the same thing. So people are, people are like texting each other during the show. Like, Oh yeah. Did you see that? Oh, can't believe, uh, C3PO. I've never been so excited to see oh, C3PO yeah. before. Right. Like all this stuff. And that's not something that I've experienced since probably Game of Thrones was out. Like, I feel like that was probably the last show outside of Rick and Morty, which. (laughs) All right. All right. You call it. You call it. I was about to call Uh, you out. Yeah. Outside of Rick and Morty. uh, That that it's really been a show that like people have all watched at the same time and then gone back to work and like talked about. And I have multiple conversations in different offices on a Wednesday with people being like, Oh, what'd you think? And, and bringing it up. So I, I, I really think it was a good move on Disney's part, adjusting the release time to that 8 PM, 9, 9 PM Eastern time, uh, yeah. release. What, what, I, what I'll, what I'd also say is a good move on, on Disney's part is giving the writers a fair deal. That's How right. About it. How that's, about it? That's right. It's our it's our WGA support minute. Congratulations to the WGA getting their getting everything they wanted from the, <laughs> from the deal. Yeah, with yeah. the MTP strike is over for the writers. They're 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 back to work. Uh, tonight is is the premiere of like all of the late night talk shows. So I've I've yeah. seen all of the. The, uh, the the Jimmys are back. The Stephen Colbert's are back. Maybe we'll get uh, uh, a new last week tonight with John yeah. Oliver. Yeah, it's p- back. Potentially. It's back. It Can't came back it. already. Just just in time for a, a near pissed. government shutdown. He's pissed. <laughs> He's pissed. <laughs> He's taking names. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I think I think that's great. I think now that they've gotten the writers what they need, uh, let's focus on 
the SAG after strike. Let's let's get that taken care of, uh, so we can get everybody back to work and get all these other shows uh, back into production. You, shows you know, and you movies know, and things. You know, you know what's great is the the uh, the SAG portion of video game voice actors are about to strike. That's right. They are. So <laughs> watch out video game industry. Although I will say the video game industry is such a like lagging type of industry where yeah, yeah. the amount of time it takes to produce a video game, like early voice actors, like their games may not come out for years later. <laughs> so yeah, uh, there's, there's potential that there will be less disruption in the video game space, I, th I think while, I, while they negotiate in some sort of deal, I, I I had heard a story from a uh, a voice actor who's a, a prominent voice actor in in animation who does some voice acting for video games as well. Uh, you might have heard his voice on Psychonauts, um, but I, I've heard that he has has talked about like. In video games, in the video game industry, it is so far behind in, in voice acting, and they're just like getting away with like using AI for a lot of a lot of the stuff, right? Which is what yeah. the the writers were were going against, uh, which is what I'm sure some of the uh, um, the actors are going against as well. Talking about AI, I just saw like Ch uh, GPT show is is a is a big thing nowadays. So whereas Chat GPT is you know you you put in a prompt, you type it in, you're like, hey show me movies about corn that are horror films. And then children of the corn happens. Right. And now it goes like, uh, here's blah, 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 step-by-step. Step. I does could, it, does it generate the no, movie? No, no. Oh. What, what, what this would do is like, I could, I can send it a picture. I can send it a picture of maybe like a, a diagram or like a flow chart. And I could be like, turn this into a code for a SharePoint site. <laughs> and, and so what chat GP or the, GPT show will do is take that picture, say like you, you draw it out on a whiteboard. It'll yeah. take that image and then it'll like code something for you for a SharePoint site. Or if there's like a dashboard already that exists with like some, like a pie graph and then there's some line charts over here. Then there's some information here and you're like, uh, show develop the code to recreate this dashboard uh, blah blah blah, and it will it will do that for you. So you're 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 giving it visual prompts instead of written prompts. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That's insane. So another That's... example is is like here's here's a page of a bunch of math questions. Take a picture of it, send it in there, and be like, hey, answer these questions for me. I will say, GPT notoriously bad at calculations mm -hmm. and bad at math, mm -hmm. but still still a solid it's, example it's a step away where where the future is going um one thing one thing that some of my friends and, and folks that i work with uh have been using chat gpt for is any kind of structured writing or when you have to um like like do like write something in a particular format uh they and also they're they're going to school they're they're knocking out college courses so they've gotten really good at using chat gpt as a tool and not just and like people like worry about cheating with chat chat gpt and being like okay well i have to write this essay give me an essay on the roman empire right and and then here spits out an essay but my my buddy was showing me like no i need it to write 
um, I'm writing up an award for, for someone. So I feed it all of the accomplishments of the individual. And then I feed it prompts that say, here is an example of another one, like that, like what the award should look like. Here's an example of like the type of statements you should put in and everything. And, and then it rewrites your information and and then and spit something out that's that's like ninety percent correct, right? And then you yeah. can take that, clean it up, move things around, stuff like that. But to me, that's where the real benefit of something like GPT is. Where, yeah, yeah it, it could it could do the the research for you a little bit or or give you easy answers. But just like with Google, there's so many people that don't know how to use Google effectively. <laughs> If you know how to use Google really effectively, you can really find the answers that you're looking for. The same with GPT, where you, if you can feed it the right prompts and kind of coach the AI into giving you the right types of responses, it's much more powerful. It can be much more beneficial to to get you to the answers that you need. it, it It is absolutely about the coaching. It's not just about saying, tell give me one sentence that summarizes my life. Right. Yeah. And, okay. It'll be like, oh, I don't know what your life is, but here's what I think your life is about. It's like, well, here's what here's what you need to know about my life. I was I was born in California. Uh, I was in the military. I did I did this. My greatest accomplishment is this. My worst failure is this. Put these into the sentence, and then it'll be like, I'm like, okay, it wasn't that bad. Go ahead and 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 make that a little bit less bad. Here's an example of something that's a little less bad. I I stole some money from my son to pay for a present for him. Like, okay, chat, and then then they'll 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 edit it right. It's it's all it's all about the coaching. Like, start with a prompt. What do you want to do? Work it through it uh, to give you that ninety percent solution, and then then you take it, and that and that's what makes it yours, right? If yeah. you if you just ask Chat ChatGPT to write something for you, then that's that's not yours at all. All it's there is to it's like spell check or grammar check, just an advanced version of that. It's it's helping you expand upon your ideas and yeah. and help them flesh out in a way that you know, yeah, like I can turn I can I can replace a bunch of of hangers and stuff in my house with with a screwdriver, but the drill. Tell you what, yeah, it's 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 how you use the tool, right? And some people are going to have more success and less success with it. Some people are going to straight up use it wrong, and 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 in the wrong hands, uh, every tool is a hammer, right, or whatever, whatever the 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 phrase is. That's what they say. Anyway, anyway, before we get out of here, we're talking about coaching AI, and I want to I want I want to segue to one other thing that I watched this weekend. Um, That's a good. That's with good. a little bit of coaching and a little bit of AI, that is of course going back to Disney Plus. Sunday Fun Day, Fun Day Football. This was Couldn't. a glorious dumpster fire of an experiment where. They took the London International NFL game with the Jacksonville Jaguars and the Atlanta Falcons, I believe. And that game was being played in London, which meant that here in the United States, that game was going to be on very early in the morning, starting at 9 a.m. on the East Coast, all the way to like six in the morning for the West Coast. For all those kids. 
Sunday morning, kids want to watch cartoons. They want to be entertained. So Disney Plus took the opportunity to try an experiment to appeal to kids by doing a Toy Story overlay of the entire football game. So if you haven't heard anything about this, they use technology to simulcast this NFL game in near real time, but using animated toy football players that were going to be playing this game on a carpet in Andy's room where the claw from the claw machine resets the football. Slinky dog is the first down markers and he, his body would get shorter and longer depending on how far they were from a first down. Uh, the commentators were toys and they did, they did overlays of the commentators um, special halftime show from uh, the Canuck with all the luck Duke kaboom. It's going to do a stunt <laughs> spectacular. So in, and, and this is, this is, we, we've talked about this a little bit in the past, but this is an attempt again, to appeal to a younger audience, to teach kids about football, get them interested in the sport. There were periods throughout the game where they were literally teaching the rules of football. And when something would happen in the game, the commentators would like explain it like you'd never watched football before, which I'm sure for a lot of kids was the case, right? Uh, so in concept, I love the idea. I think, I think this is, this is so cool. I love innovative ideas. I love fun experiments like this. And I love when everything goes wrong. So I'm, I'm watching this, uh, from the perspective of like, this is a lot of technology. This is the first implementation of it. Something's going to break something's going to not go as it expected. And sure enough, on the first drive of the game, I think one play was actually visible on the field because everything else, like the ball was glitching out. It kept like <laughs> zipping over to the sideline. Uh, they had to go like a super like far away angle, like where you could kind of see some players moving around. There was, I think three or four downs played where they just had the camera on the commentators and they were just like talking, right? Well, they were using motion capture for the commentators, right? Yeah. So you could see their mouths move. You could see their expressions. And they didn't program an awkward stare for these, these, <laughs> these commentators. <laughs> but there was a point when they were both like, so, uh, looks like we've got some technical difficulties in Andy's room. Uh, oh, and so they just like tell you what was happening with the game, even because you couldn't see it because they yeah. were still trying to figure out the software. Um, so it was, it was a glorious disaster, right? Uh, but they, they worked out some of those kinks. They, they, they fixed some of the glitches. And when it worked, it was pretty cool. Like, it basically looked like Madden, like football or something, yeah, but yeah. Um, there were some cool, there was a, a couple moments where like they threw an interception. You could see the guy running it back and like yeah, everything worked and they, mm -hmm. that was working. Uh, I think the first touchdown of the game, 
I feel like the ball was the biggest issue. Like they're having a hard time tracking the ball on the field. So like quarterback drops back, throws a booming pass into the end zone. And on the screen, it looks like the, the ball hits the receiver's hands and then just immediately drops to the ground. But they're like, touchdown. touchdown. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, that's not how touchdowns work. Usually you have to catch the ball. Um, but it's just another glitch from the from the game and stuff. So I don't know. I think I think it was really interesting. I only watched, I think, the first half. And I was like, all right, that's enough. I think I can move on to other things. Um, I, 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 didn't, I didn't watch any of it. Uh, Robert, my brother-in-law, w- w- was talking to me about it. He was, he was saying he was cracking up watching it. Uh, like when they go into the huddle, <laughs> like, like all the players, like they're, like they're, 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 they're doing the shake, the yeah, like they're, they're, the they're doing, NPC shake when they get too close to each other. <laughs> yeah. The clipping. Yeah. He yeah. said he was cracking up about that, that, that type of stuff. Um, you know, it's, I mean, technology is cool and all like cool. Like they, they tried, tried something different. It's not for me. It's not for you necessarily. It's for somebody. It's for some kids somewhere, but nah. <laughs> yeah, I here's what I'll say. Like from a technology standpoint, I thought it was really interesting. I I think I think we're maybe like three to five years away from this being like a viable way of of trying to show games, yeah. right? And and. And yeah, Toy Story, it's cheesy. It's it's for kids, right? Like, but the options are 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 endless, right? Depending on the property that you have, depending on the partnerships that you want to, yeah. to get in in with like, like a child. You, you, talk, you talked about the like Bud Bowl. Ni- Nightmare on Elm Street thing. You you talked about the Bud Bowl, like like what if you had a live action Bud Bowl, right? Like you you could you could do that, right? You Nightmare on Elm Street. You could do it. Ha- Halloween happens during the 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 football season. Yeah, you could totally do a football or a, a horror version where you got horror characters playing on the field, or you know, you know, Jason's on the sideline or something like that. I don't know. You could, um, I don't know, Harry Potter. You could do Marvel characters. You could do all kinds of crazy stuff. Yeah. Um, lots of, lots of options. So I don't know. It was right. it was crazy. It was, it was, it was fun. I don't know. Highlights for me, Slinky Dog as, as the first down marker. That was, that was pretty great. Um, and then they would use the little green aliens and they would pop up from the bottom of the screen every time there was like, uh, like a foul and they would hold a sign up that, that, uh, would say what the foul was. And so I have a picture on my phone of just an alien with a <laughs> sign that says neutral zone infraction. <laughs> and to me, that's like, that's like the most chaotic thing that exists in the world. So, so thank you, Disney. Thank you. Thank you for investing so much time and money into this experiment. Hopefully it's uh it's a, it's a minimum viable product that can go on and, and be something even more spectacular a few years from now. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. A neat, a neat experiment and a little bit of a fever dream. So. <laughs> Uh yes. Well, well, good, good, good. We're getting into football. We're at football season, four games in. Uh, and you know, it's Monday night football right now. So, you know, it's probably something we should would check out to make sure that uh, I'm basically the last oh, the, I'm I'm already destroyed in, in, in my the, in the in free my agent game. uh list. So although in the office league, 
I am now a 99% chance of victory uh, with with them being in the in the third quarter. So that will put me at four and zero in the office. Fantasy. Nice. I'm three and one, just like my Dolphins. Right. There, there we go. Char- Chargers beat the Raiders. That's all I can say. Yeah. Uh, uh, all right. Anyway. All right. That is it. We're done. Thank you so much for for listening. Thanks, we are everyone. we are two weeks away from Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty starting. So this close. is close. Maybe the last apathetic enthusiasm, if not one more, um, for for quite some time. If you're an apathetic enthusiasm fan, thank you so much because there's so few of you. Uh, but but we love you. <laughs> thank you so much for listening, for watching. Until next time. I'm Travis. And I'm Brandon. Thank you, everyone, for listening and watching. Till next time. Some watch. Brandon. Some like to watch. Often from a closet. Always wearing a Superman costume. Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.